This is Glenn Healy. Hi, this is Braden Holpe. This is Daryl Sutter. Hi, this is Brian Burke. This is Jordan Tutu. This is Keith Morrison. This is Kelly Rudy. Hi, this is Scott Hartnell. Hey, everybody. My name is Steel Fleury. This is Tim McAuliffe of Sportsnet, and you're listening to the Sean Newman Podcast. Welcome to the podcast, folks. Happy Wednesday. I hope everybody's having a great hump day. Um, this week is speeding along, and, uh, well, Friday we're leaving for this bike for breakfast road trip to Tufnell, Saskatchewan to go see a, uh, you know, a, a good friend, weirdly enough, through the podcast, Mr. Quick Dick McDick. And um, here today we're going we're gonna to start to break down part one of the group that's, that's going and, and uh, the group that, uh, you know, has been helping put this all together. Um, but before we get there, let's let's get to our, our sponsors. Jim Spenrath and the team over at Three Trees Tap and Kitchen. Uh, if you follow them on social media, you can win gift cards each week. Uh, and it's just as simple as following what they do. Um, if you're in there this week, all the way until June 6th, so when this bike uh, ride ends, if you get a beef dip, all the proceeds are going to bike for breakfast. If you buy a growler, all the proceeds are going to bike for breakfast. So huge shout out to Jim Spenrath and the team over at Three Trees hopping aboard and and uh, letting us have some fun with them. I mean, uh, beef dip was fantastic. Believe me, I sunk my teeth into one of those. And of course, I talk about the the growlers. Go get your fourth meridian or Ribstone Creek. Um, or a whole bunch of different, anything on tap they got there. All the proceeds coming, once again, back to Bike for Breakfast. For a reservation, make sure you give them a call, 780-874-7625. T-Bar One Transport, since 2002, for more than 19 years, the team at T-Bar has offered excellent service, putting the community first. And, well, one of the ways they're putting it first, I was already there earlier today, they, uh, they gave us the pilot truck. And so, without question, now we got the pilot truck, we're... We're meeting and and uh, getting it figured out and situated for this road trip. How we're gonna fit, you know, the nine bikes in this thing and everything else. And truly do appreciate the support from T Bar. They are lo- located in both Lloydminster and Bonnyville, uh, and they can cover all your heavy haul needs. In their fleet, they have tank movers, 45-ton pickers, one-ton splat decks, Texas bed, winch truck, and highway tractors. And for ev- all your heavy haul needs, give them a call, T-Bar 1-780-205-1709. Uh, Jen Gilbert and the team for over 45 years since 1976. The dedicated realtors of Coldwell Banker Cityside Realty have served Lloydminster and the surrounding area. Star Power is what they provide, uh, giving their clients seven-day-a-week access. They know say, service is a priority, well, because... We all know big life decisions aren't made during office hours. And I got to give a big shout out to to Jen and the team over at Coldwell too. They they hopped on board bike for breakfast, uh, stroking us a check, which uh, has been, you know, that's what this has been all about, trying to raise some money for the kids' breakfast programs here in the school district of Lloyd, public, Catholic, and then 57-kilometer radius of Lloydminster. So it's been really cool to have a Coldwell Banker do what they always do. They support local. They support our community. And uh, we see that every time a new event comes up, the list just goes on and on of everything that they um, truly get behind. And, and that's everything here in this community. And they know home is truly where the awesomeness happens. So give them a call. Coldwell Banker, Cityside Realty, for everything real estate, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 780-875-3343. Mac Construction, they've been doing business locally for 12 years with over 100 homes completed. Mac Construction is a design-build, custom home building operation that has specialized in constructing custom homes, cottages, and RTMs throughout Lloydminster and community since 2008. In addition to custom home building, Mac Construction does extensive renovations to residences and light commercial work. If you're looking to build your dream house, uh, head no further. Go to macconstruction.ca and uh, 
get involved with that team, all right? HSI Group, they're the local oil field burners and combustion experts that can help make sure you have a compliance system working for you. The team also offers security, surveillance, and automation products for residential, commercial, livestock, and agricultural applications. Uh, I always talk about the FOB access uh, to the doors here. <laughs> it's caught me a couple times where it's just been absolutely pouring rain. A nice quick swipe, you're in the building. Uh, another one that I've heard a lot about is, you know, just the ease or the peace of mind with being away from your house and having the access off your cell phone with their security system so you can make sure, yeah, you know, everything's okay at home. Or maybe you got animals or dogs, you know, and oh, they're outside or they're inside, you know, like it's just a, a peace of mind thing. And that's what they use technology to do. They give you peace of mind so you can focus on the things that truly matter, like sitting at the lake, uh, cracking a cold pilsner, you know, that's just me. So stop in at a 3902 52nd Street or give Brody or Kim a call at 306-825-6310. And uh, if you're looking for the SMP billboard, it is across down by the airport now. I got to give a shout out to Read and Write for making, uh, you know, my outdoor signage look just superb. And if you're looking for outdoor signage, give the team over at Read and Write uh, a call. Maybe uh, bug Mrs. Deanna Wandler, 306-825-5111. And finally, the host of the podcast, Gartner Management, is a Lloydminster-based company specializing in all types of rental properties to help meet your needs, whether you're looking for a small office, a 6,000-square-foot sw- commercial space. Give Mr. Wade a call. Mr. Wade Gartner a call, that is. 780-808-5025. And if you're heading into any of these businesses, make sure you let them know you heard about them right from here, all right? Let's get on to the T-Bar 1 tale of the tape. Hockey coach, school teacher, and a professor. Buckle up. Here we go. Have you played hockey? Hmm? Yeah, I used to play. Not not well. I just suck skating backwards, crossovers. I was scared to hit my head. Next year we can hit the oval. Maybe Let's we'll do, do like a winter winter <laughs> bike for breakfast event. <laughs> Five hundred laps. <laughs> Watch Nicky skate yeah. backwards, crossovers. <laughs> my highlight of the career is the student prof hockey game in dental school. Scored the goal. Nice. Yeah. Did you, you raise the one. Did you raise the puck? What? Did you raise it? No. <laughs> I just scooted mine on the ground. That's right. Yeah, that's all they I could do. They never suspected. They always suspect. Yeah. They don't, they don't nope. ask. Went five, yeah. hole, five hole on the, on the ice. Yeah. They don't ask how. They, they ask how many. Yeah. That's right. Sneak attack. Retire and Bringing in the American recruit. <laughs> Give me the lefty. <laughs> this is the curve that's going biking. This is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly wondering if I could, like, hook some mics up in the bus and we could just sit and chat the entire time and what that would look like and if I could feasibly do that. I think that'd that. be great. Well, well, we'll take a look. We'll I'm, see. I'm, we'll see what we can do. I'm not against it, right? Just like, record on your phone. Or just have a couple mics hooked up right at the start. Arms this high now, oh. so that's good. So, so I got uh, I got three people in the the studio tonight with me, and I'm just gonna let let that start us out because I think it's great. I think it gives it a good feel. So don't feel like uh, you got to wait for your turn. You want to hop in, hop in. Uh, we got we got people who've been re- cycling all day uh, for another fun part of the fundraiser. You got people who can't raise their arms because they were doing wads or Murphs or what. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of everything going on, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've had some biking, we've had some working out, some spin. Well, let's go around. Let's go around. Everybody knows my voice by obviously by now, but let's let's start this way. Um, introduce yourself. We'll start with Neki. Uh, your name, occupation, and years you've been cycling. Uh, my name is Neki Jamal. I'm a dentist here in town, and uh, 
The last time I went on a bicycle was on my way to the zoo in second year university. I used to work at the zoo, the gates. <laughs> you worked at the zoo? Oh, yeah. Man, no, I wouldn't let anyone what in. That was good. What did you do there? I was the gatekeeper. Like, you know, someone... <laughs> Man, I remember that. It was 11 bucks an hour. I thought I hit the jackpot. That was completely unexpected. Yeah. That's awesome. But, yeah. And so I used to ride my bike every day. That was second year university. And then I haven't ridden a bike since. But uh, so zero years cycling, actual cycling. But uh, I've owned a bicycle when I was younger. So did you say what you do in town? <laughs> oh, I'm a dentist. <laughs> now, just to hop on that, Nige, can you, can you tell the story of, of Neki at like our second meeting? Well, I, I, I for sure thought that he was like the cycling king. Like I, I thought he was the man of cycling. Uh, tall guy, talked about a bike. Um, and then absolutely blown away on the fact that he only cycles in his basement. Uh, <laughs> never, never rode it outside. So or went. I guess at that time it was one went for one spin outside. I think or something around the block. Yeah. Maybe. No. I don't think so. Uh, I didn't know how to I, clip in. I think his, it was on the trainer. You yeah. Taken and his, it off the and his tire yet. was flat. Yeah, yeah. The tire was flat the whole time. But I didn't know how to put the shoe in the uh, proper pedal, and yeah. like without it, like you know, locking in, and then you fall outside. So the reason I bring scary. this up is like this should give you a good feel for what the group is like, right? Yeah. Like this is the group. Um, since you since you signed on to this, how many yeah. how many k you think you've you've what's the farthest you've gone in a day now uh, on the on the road? I'd say the farthest I've gone was about fifty five fifty five to sixty k. No, six sixty five k sixty five k. That's what it was. How how far did we go that day, Nat? Yeah, it was 60. sixty. Yeah, 60. sixty. Man, that was a long day, but uh, it was fun. And Natalie and I did that one together with uh, Mikey and Tracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was cool. How about you, Nat? Uh, you want to introduce yourself to the to the group? Yeah, I'm Natalie Weeb. I um, teach phys ed and wellness at Lloydminster Comprehensive High School. You're cycling uh, since April third for <laughs> after our first meeting. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's funny. I go back to some of the early conversations, Nigel on Neki. I'll go back to Natalie when you were like petrified to leave your block, your your cul-de-sac. Yeah. You're like, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna go out there. And we're just like, just yeah. get out there, it'll be okay. Yes, and very much very true to when this all happened. Like I'm very much of an impulsive person. Our my first ride, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna stay in the neighborhood, just gonna kinda get a feel for it. I'm like, you know what? I'm already out, might as well just hit highway seventeen and just oh, in God. for a dime, in for a dollar. <laughs> Let's do this. So that's me- kind of where You we're remember, at. Nick, the first meeting? It was me, you, oh, yeah. her, uh, Natalie, and Ken Rutherford. Yeah. And she goes, let's just do the four of us. We can do this. And yeah. I'm like doing the math in my head. I'm like, you sure you want to do this, Natalie? <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm, I'm kind of, you jump like all the way in and then you just figure it out <laughs> as you go kind of person. So <laughs> serves thought- me well in a lot of areas of my life. But yeah. <laughs> I remember Sean and I were kind of kind of tame you down a little bit because you're like man i can i can do 250 right now <laughs> <laughs> little did i know because the furthest ride that we did was 60 and yeah. honestly i got home that night and it took a long time to re- to recover from that yeah so in your head it doesn't seem that hard it doesn't you, your yeah. butt took a long time to recover Just or or legs. your body legs i feel like yeah mm-hmm. fatigue in your legs yeah. all the time and then we climbed the hills and yeah, yeah. scariest is going down the hills no oh the god be- yeah. the- Oh, well, let's get to Nigel and his thoughts on hills, because I and if you're gonna climb it, you might as well ride it down, and that's the fun part. Now, Nigel, you you are uh, this is your third time, I think, on the podcast, so you're no stranger to this room. Well, not this room specifically, but um, maybe introduce yourself and uh, what you're doing, occupation, years uh, cycling. 
Yeah, Nigel Dubé uh, with uh, the Bobcats, uh, GM and, and head coach. And uh, you're cycling. I've, I've actually always kind of like biked. We, we grew up biking, small town, 500 people. You had to ride your bike everywhere, school, home for lunch and everything like that. So uh, biking, I, I've always kind of been around biking. I, I don't think anything distance-wise was my biking. Um, had a bike, but uh, um, getting into this thing and, and now uh, in, enjoying it too. So it's mm-hmm. been fun. Do you enjoy going down the hills? Because everybody seems to be nervous about going down the hill. Yeah, I think you really got to like, well, going up it and and you got to find your groove going up. There's no doubt going up it. Uh, going down, uh, it's definitely eyes on the prize because potholes, little potholes are, are world's biggest potholes when you're on a, on a bike. Uh, but I think it's kind of fun like to see how fast you can get going, uh, especially now like when they got the little speedometer on it. And you're going halfway down the hill and you're, you're trying to push it a little bit further and stuff. So, uh, but then you do have a thought once in a while that comes to your head of the, the what if, uh, you know, what happens if a, a gopher tries to run across the road is, is a big question. But You uh, hit it and you carry on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that what you do? I would be I the, I feel like I might try and swerve and avoid it. Yeah. I would be the one that's like off. Yeah. That, now that's something else for me to think about here. Yep. And think about wildlife going across the street. <laughs> yeah, there's so many things like that you don't think about. It's like when you're riding and then, you know, you're clipped in and what happens if a dog chases you when you go by a farm and stuff. Like just stuff that you would never think about before. And You keep biking. That has keep, happened to me. Going, yeah. 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 What are you going to do? So try and beat them off and carry on? <laughs> have you, uh, how have you three found it? You know, uh, well, let's do this. Uh, I kind of want to tell uh, the, the origin story of this because – most people by now have read the paper or uh, seen an interview or, or heard you got you guys were on the goat. Uh, I'm pointing at Nigel and um, we had uh, prime time out there the other day and everything else. But um, you know, Nigel was the fifth or sixth person. I had the list actually, and you're you're fifth or sixth on it. Mm-hmm. But three of us here were very early stages to the conversation that went here. Um, April first, Necky and me sat in here and had a beer and. Necky was the, uh, the ultimate cyclist. Yeah, I'm doing it, right? Because like, uh, <laughs> it's easy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I thought maybe we could just kind of lead the, the audience through, um, and uh, anyone can feel free to hop in because, I mean, we've been meeting now. It'll be two solid months by the time we hop on a bike, which for most things, uh, most big events is a very short window, and this has certainly felt like a short window, but April 1st feels like a lifetime ago. Like mm-hmm. I spent the weekend at the lake and everybody know in this room knows I just need, I just need a break. I just, I just want to go hang out with the kids and deal with that mental stress of a one-year-old running down the hill, chasing gophers, sticking his arm <laughs> in a gopher hole this weekend and the gopher coming out and scaring the bejesus out. That was pretty funny. <laughs> it was good. But maybe we'll start with Nick. Uh, and by all means, all of us feel free to just hop in and, and uh, I'll, we'll see what the story looks like from, from Necky's eyes. Um, you know, for me, it started with a cryptic text from Sean saying, meet, meet me here at, at this time. <laughs> and I, I didn't know Sean very well at all. Like, he's he's been a patient at the office, but I, I didn't know him at all. And I didn't know I was coming to a podcast studio, that's for sure. I thought he was going to – I don't even know. He was going to beat me behind a bush for not giving <laughs> enough freezing or something. I don't know. And uh, he uh, he spoke to me about his, uh, about his wife and teaching in Lashburn and – and how kids just come to school and they don't have enough food. And, and uh, that really, you know, it, it strikes a chord with anyone. 
Hey, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, as, you know, someone in the community who just wants to help and I think anyone, if you would have asked any other person in the community, they would have jumped on board as well. And so uh, I, uh, you know, in all honesty, that was probably the best, this, this whole thing has been the best thing to ever happen to me in the last year because COVID sucks. And this is really taking a whole new spin on COVID and, and like, look at what we can do during COVID. I think that was actually, that came up in our first meeting too, yeah. about like how something, when something comes together like that and it just, it feels so good. Like it was happy and exciting and it yeah. felt like there was something to look forward to totally. when the whole year before is just kind of felt the same thing over wow. and over again. Yeah, so like yeah, I do remember right? saying that, like it just felt good and yeah. exciting for sure. Totally. Yeah. And, uh, I just, I remember calling Nat the next day and Sean was like, well, do you know anyone who would be like, you know, crazy enough to do this? And, and like I said, I haven't even ridden a bike in a long time. Well, and I should preface that. I knew I, uh, Mikey Dubs will no doubt listen to this and Mikey Dubs is probably kicking himself, but I actually appreciate that in the long run, he didn't say, yeah, I'm totally down because if I'd gotten Mikey Dubs in this, then we would have got a bunch of people that had, uh this would be a cakewalk so to speak right like 10 of them coming out of the woodworks oh yeah a thousand k we do that every second weekend boom done what's cool about this group is honestly like nobody (laughs) all very green to the challenge which is really cool to see and see so many people like just hop on and just be like yeah uh uh-huh nigel you you were fifth or sixth text in of people just saying yes, 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 yes. Okay, yeah, I think when we do we were go? texting you that night that we were our first meeting. We said they're like, "Who can you think of?" And we're like, "I think Nigel would do it." Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I remember that because I got yeah, Sean, do you want to do something for the community? I said, "Sure, yeah, I'm in." And then Nat sent a text that just said, "Yeah, say yes to Sean," <laughs> and then kind of got the the go about it. And then I, I remember making the one phone call kind of on behalf when the original planning was getting some things set up and I was way off on what was actually happening. <laughs> I thought we were just going 500 K one way. <laughs> and then, then next thing you know, no, we're going there and back and um, it all came together, but it, it, it's pretty cool too, to see everybody come together and, and get to know people too. I think I've, I've ran into Ken multiple times now that I've, you know, maybe did before and didn't know Do him. And know, yeah. Now it's like, see him every second day. I feel it's like been great. it's, it's such town, an eclectic so. group of people, but such a great, I mean, and even like, I mean, you hang out with Chris. I know you, but we've also had been able to have conversations that you get to know people a lot better, and I think that's been so great. You walk out of here with a whole new friend group um, that we wouldn't have met otherwise, nice. given that we hadn't done this. So I yeah. feel like this is like going to be like summer camp. Like we're going to have like we already have these ten good friends, but then we're going to get on that bus and we're just going to become family. Then we're going to get off that bus and we're all going to shed a tear, and it's never going to be the same again, right? <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I I. Well, I'll, I'll marry you a little bit. It, uh, walking into this, I certainly didn't know. I knew of all of you, but nobody that good. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. Nigel and I have had a couple of conversations and certainly done a little bit of work here and there together. And him being a hockey guy makes him right in my uh, wheelhouse, so to speak. But overall, uh, doing it in such a short time frame, really putting the pressure on all of us and seeing what we're all made out of, has been really cool to watch a group dynamic. Because I think, you know... Um, by the time it won't be in no no by it will be by the time this comes out we'll be at 200k yeah yeah like think about that so great and that's in you know honestly we met uh, a little over a little under two months ago but we didn't really start fundraising until like what may 1st last Mm -hmm. week of april yeah 
Like, that's pretty cool to live, uh, to be, A, surrounded by this group, but, two, to live in this community and have them rally around a really, like, how many times have you been asked about Tufnell? What the hell is in Tufnell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's actually quite smart, Sean. When you pitch the idea of Tufnell, and I, same question I said, what's Tufnell? Where is Tufnell? And it's just, you know, it's just odd enough that everyone asks that question. And why, why Tufnell? And it opens the whole conversation. It's actually smart. Genius, actually. I don't know if anyone's right used marketing. <laughs> might have to clip that out, eh? Genius. Genius. <laughs> genius. Well, I don't want to I don't want to hold this up all night. Um I, I had a couple of quick questions that I think um and maybe after we're done we'll be able to come back on and talk a little bit better to them. But um what are you most excited for? Well, I'd, I'd go with uh, excited, obviously, for the great things happening for the kids. But on the trip, I think the variables that might happen along this trip. And, and again, we talk about the team and bringing people together and getting to know each other. I think we're going to find a whole new thing of, of how to motivate each other and be support groups and, and be cheerleaders and, and do everything like that in a, what, a 48-hour window, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's going to be pretty cool. It's pretty cool, and it goes back to that's a pretty exciting thing. I've been jacked up for like the last month, and and I haven't had that. We go talk about that. I haven't had that, and I'm like, everything right now to me is just like this is awesome. Like life's great, life's great. Good. I feel like in the last month too, like with our event at Fourth Meridian, and today at Pure Vibe, and just all these things that you talk to so many people in the community, and you have this opportunity where it just feels everything feels so good and happy and exciting. And I think that so many people are looking for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Fourth Meridian was, oh, was an incredible event. And it was so awesome to hear live music and see people interacting. And it just was so great. So yeah. it's definitely well, filled I heard, our cups for sure. Yeah, the comment I heard about that night was that it was filling people's souls up or yes. you know, like restoring the soul because COVID's been a really weird year, right? Yeah. Like it's just been a really weird year. And that night was... I don't know, special. If, yeah. if this thing was nothing else and it just led up to that night, I think it would be a it was success. L- oh, legit totally. when they started playing live music. Yeah. I think, I yeah, I said, like, I feel busy. like life is being breathed back into my soul. Yeah. Totally. I uh, I find that, if if anything, the last two months, like, I think we're always searching for that purpose in our life. And COVID's taken that a, a lot of that away from us. But, like, within the, the nine of us here, it's really filled our souls with purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think that's 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 the fire behind all of us right now. Is we we have a common goal. We're gonna achieve it. We're gonna kill it, and then we're gonna you know cry on each other's shoulders while we're doing it. <laughs> but it's it's gonna be all for a purpose, and I'm I'm excited for that. You know, uh, with hockey, you you know playoffs is a time, and we got playoffs going on tonight. Um, when you get the pressure put on you and you're the pressure cooker, so to speak, you learn about everybody. Like we all know a little bit about each other right now, a hell of a lot more than two months ago. You get on that bus and you got nowhere to go, but get your butt on a bike and, and bike till we get there and get back. No matter what the world throws at us, you're going to, you don't see that out of 99.9% of people, unless you're on a team or you're married to them, probably family right like Absolutely. you're going to see some things so this is a very unique opportunity especially in a covid year where things you know the bus has to be done and we couldn't have done it different ways because next year i don't know if we're going to do the bus thing maybe we will yeah. I, I have no idea we got to get through this year 
But this is a very unique opportunity to uh, see what people are made of. And uh, that'll be a lot of fun because anytime you get in the pressure cooker, good things come out of that. Well, that's, uh, I think, yeah, we're going to find uh, ways to motivate uh, each other. And I think uh, there's going to be different things happen through the trip of sleep and whatever it may be. But again, there's such a, everybody has that common purpose, a uh, common goal. I think that you just rally around that, right? And, and it comes back to that team and, Nicky will be crying and, and uh, <laughs> the family thinks so it'll be all, my all good. <laughs> you know one of the fundraisers we forgot to mention was uh, Three Trees eating some beef dips that was a fun night too that was yeah, fun that was super fun you know? yeah. my kids loved that They we came home and probably three days after they were like that was the best that was the best night got to go eat a beef dip in a restaurant because we haven't sat down in a restaurant and they got to sit down with their friends Ben and Reese and yeah lots of fun yeah it was, that was awesome Jim, uh, Jim at Three Trees really came through, and and uh, he's I've been texting him a bit, and he's been saying a lot of people have been coming in and buying those beef dips. Awesome. So that's good. I don't know what it was about me biting into a sandwich, but that really struck a chord with some people because I keep getting texts of how how much I'm enjoying the sandwich, <laughs> of like my eyes and stuff. I'm like, all right, and uh, I've had a couple of um, like people that I wouldn't think follow me, like friends, parents that I don't think follow the podcast, I have no idea if they're on social media, have said, oh, I heard if we go to uh, Three Trees and we buy a, a beef dip, we the proceeds go to you. I'm like, yeah, geez, that's some pretty good marketing. Yeah. Like, honestly, I give kudos to a lot of the folks around me for that, one of you being Nick, uh, because I would have never thought, how much did I fight you on going there? Like, just, <laughs> just let's just bike. Can we just bike? I'm ready yeah. to bike. I'm ready to bike, Nigel. That's me. What are you most nervous for? Like, what's the one thing... Is it just like the anticipation of the event or is it, or is there some other thing that's just got you a little bit like until we get there? I don't know. And we'll start on the opposite side. Nick, what do I, you think? I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm nervous for 3 a.m. No one slept. It's windy. It's rainy. Now what? When you're tired. And when we're tired. And, and like Nigel was telling me, he's like, man, I don't sleep on a bus. I'm like, well, you know, 48 hours into it. I hope you get a couple, couple hours of sleep here and there. But um, you know, with us all being novices, I don't I don't know what that looks like. I don't I'm, I was telling you I've never been on a bus longer than what three hours. Like I, I don't know. Uh, I took I honestly <laughs> took it for granted that when we're taking a bus, you know what to pack, right? Like how many of us in Canada in Lloydminster, like oh man, I'm gonna take this and this and this. You got to you probably got it stored down in the basement. Like here's my here's my bus pack, right? Like you know, like what? <laughs> Ken Ken Rutherford. He's like, well, I'll bring out my big foamy. I'm just going to lay it on the floor, and I'm just sleeping on the floor. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I wish I had one of those. But, yeah, I could probably go grab one of those, too. Necky's, like, staring at me like, a what now? And I'm like, well, have you never slept on a bus before? You're bringing you? a sleeping bag? I didn't yeah. even thought of that. That's genius. Yeah. <laughs> and as many pillows as you can throw, because you might as well have more comfort than not enough. You guys are going to bring your backpack with a couple pairs of boxers, and then you get to go. <laughs> but you make this... You make, <laughs> What? Toothbrush and deodorant. <laughs> yeah. I'll supply the toothbrushes. I'll be the official toothbrush <laughs> supplier of the event. Perfect. <laughs> That's so, hilarious. So what are you... Oh, so you're worried about 3 a.m. All right. Okay. Fair. <sighs> I think I would mirror that. Yeah. Fatigue, like when you get to a point, like at least like these rides that we've been doing 40, 50, 60K, like you know where the end is. And obviously we know that we're going there and back, but I think... I think that I, I know that you get through, you get to a certain point and you hit a wall 
So it's going to be how to figure out how to get through that. Like any, when I ran a marathon, someone said, you're going to, you're going to hit a point where you'll, you'll know when it's around like 18, 18 and a half miles. And sure enough, like come 18 and a half miles, it was just like, okay, but you're already that far. So what do you do? You just got to keep going. So I think that's my biggest thing is when you're so fatigued and you're tired and whatever, how you're going to push through the wall because the wall will be there for sure. I'm going to go with the wind and in the, in the two months of biking or or the six weeks of biking, uh, maybe, and hopefully it's just around Lloyd Minster, but I've had like one tailwind, like one the whole time. And it feels like (laughs) you can go four different directions and you're biking into the wind every time. Um, but at the same time, I think that's an exciting thing because if that is, and you know, we're obviously working towards getting back and in a time frame too, that, uh, we'll have to push through it. But, uh, I'm just going to hope, hope for some good weather. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm the nervousness is go back to what you said, Nat, about, uh, all the rides we've been doing, you're kind of on like a, not a leash, but you're, you're close to home. Like you can feel home. You're always close to home. If something goes wrong. You make a phone call, boom, whoever's there, pick you up your home. You're nice and safe. When you got to go 500 kilometers away from here through the night and everything, we're going to rely on, on on ourselves to to figure out what's going on. And, and don't get me wrong, we're still very close to civilization. We still have a cell phone or many cell phones to make calls and figure out if, if things uh, hopefully don't go the wrong way. But, you know, simple things can happen. A bus breaks down. How do you solve that, right? And uh, we're going to have to figure that out as we go along. But nobody can prepare for everything because how, how is that possible? So the unknown is is always the thing that, that boggles my brain. It's just like, I got this nervous energy until I get on the bike once and go, oh, right, I can ride a bike. It's okay. And, and oh, there's a little bit of wind or there's no wind. Or, you know, I'm, I'm really, I hate the wind. Uh, but the sun could kill us too in a different way if it's plus 30. Like, you'll be begging for the night. And uh, I'm really, I am extremely excited. We should do uh, like tomorrow night or something. We should go for like 11 at night ride. Just see what it feels like. Because the coolness, the calmness, it'll be a different experience for your senses. And I've only ever ridden at dark once at like, no, midnight, trying to catch a ferry in Nova Scotia. And that was a different, that was different. Well, it's going to be interesting too if we get some 30 degree weather and, and then uh, we're cycling in out of the, the bus without a shower. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool. going to be a little bit of a sweat storm and a snow storm coming that way too. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm, I'm also scared of like... Uh, I remember when I was riding my bike, you know, to the zoo and I was late for work one day, <laughs> <laughs> but it was raining hard and I hit my brakes and I slid, like a slid and I went right backwards and my head smoked the pavement and I cracked my helmet in half. And I think that's every time I see the rain and I'm talking about the rain and I'm like, oh man, I don't want to hit my brakes. It's going to freak me out. I don't want to fall. And uh, it's funny because now to this day, whenever I see a kid ride by my house, I always chase after him. Like, put on your helmet! Don't you know these things save your life? And you so, should save that helmet so you can show people. I should. This could should. be your head. Yeah. <laughs> Final one, and I, I haven't figured this out. What are we tossing a bet on? So, like, I have it on hours. Um, the whiteboard hasn't left here. I just realized the whiteboard hasn't left since that first night. <laughs> I thought you redid that for this. No, no, it literally has sat there since we did it. I've yet to look at a Google map of exactly the where road. we're going. <laughs> <laughs> I've been taking your word for it this whole time. I can't wait to 
to interview quick because like literally there is an entourage coming to Tufnell, Saskatchewan to do an interview in, I believe it's the curling rink. Does it get any more small town Saskatchewan than that? Well, it's crazy. My buddy in North Dakota texts me and he's like, you're going to Tufnell, make sure to say hi to quick Dick McDick. And I'm like, that's why we're going there. <laughs> and he's a farmer, right? So he listens to all, all that kind of stuff. And he's like, that's exactly why we're going to Tufnell. Yeah. And I would have never thought that was the case, but Steve's like, yeah, make sure you say hi. I'm like, yeah, that's the purpose. You know, that there's a reason to toughen us. So, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Uh, if you're looking for how many hours? So the- well, well, well I'm, I'm before, you're the first group. So what is the bet? We toss in 20 bucks in and we toss in, we toss in a shotgun at the end of that. Like, I don't know. Like, what are we doing here? Ooh. Someone's going to bring beer on the bus, right? Uh, no. <laughs> No, but no, no beer on the bus. <laughs> yeah, Naki, you're, you're, uh, you look like you got beer ideas at over Fourth there. Meridian when we're done. Is what there Brad told me. That's Thank that's what I'm man. looking looking forward to. That's for sure. I think it's gonna. I think. But wait, wait. Before we say hours, what are we betting? We toss some money in on this. Are we just uh, we pride? Money. Let's do money. Twenty bucks a person. Then it goes back to the sure. Yeah. Sure. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. And you, hours to race or hours to ride. Hours to there and back. I think everyone is underestimating how long this is going to take. Okay. Well, I'm writing it down here. Okay. Next, well, next. How, long, how long do you say it's going to take? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the optimist. I'm going to yeah. say 48 even with the stop. For, really? Yeah. I think we're underestimating uh, changeovers and time it takes to switch and headwind. And I bet you we don't come back till Monday one a.m. So you listed you listen you listed every negative possible. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Yeah. So Neki, how many hours are you saying? I like to call it realism. You're you're talking about uh, five, seven, eight. So you're talking about fifty-six. Fifty-six. Hours? Yeah. All right. That's my bet. All right. I'll go in between you guys. I'm gonna say fifty-two. Ooh. Don't know when uh, prices right me and no, and, we're okay, not okay, we're not okay. doing prices right rules <laughs> closest to closest to. Right, right. That's right. a tough one because that, that that bombs me. I was gonna go. You're the forever optimist, so <laughs> yeah. Oh, I go opt. I go opt. I'll be an optimist. Uh, I'll go with I'll go with forty four and a half hours. Oh, you never asked Nigel how far he's ridden so far. What, what did you say? Forty four and a half. Yeah. Four. Let's go. Forty four. Forty four. 44, 44. Yeah. So 44 hours and 44 minutes. minutes. There you go. Nigel, what's the longest you've done since starting this? I did uh, I did 100 kilometers one day. It was pretty cool. I went with Tracy. Uh, she did 75. I did 100, which was super cool. Uh, a lot of different things going through the head mentally, which was just a great challenge. Like this has been so much fun for me as a whole to just been biking and look forward to something and doing all this other activity stuff but um and uh so i did 100 i've been averaging probably close to 150 a week to 200 a couple weeks so but everything's different like it's so different every time you go out there hasn't been two rides i could tell you that were the exact same like friday night we went soaking wet and we knew we were (laughs) going to get wet we had side wind on highway 17 headwind on 619 side wind on range road 20 we full Talladega night and shake and bake and, and drafted each other 
for whatever that was, 14 I was telling them, I was like, you <laughs> probably provided more of a windbreak than... <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was trying to draft behind Natalie. <laughs> well, I was just trying to keep her out of the ditch sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was I was, I was very wobbly sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, just stay on the road, Nat. Stay on the <laughs> you road. You told me to go, just go more on the road. It's easier so you don't fall in the ditch. But I'm one of those like drivers, like if you know, if you turn your head, that that's like the direction. Yeah. 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 Gotta well, look in the distance. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> here's here's the hope and uh, knock on wood. Uh, if you're out there, say a prayer, whatever you got for us. Because in about four and a half days, five days, uh, we're on the road and off we go. By the time they hear this, it's only it'll be Wednesday. So, you know, you're looking at like two days and we're on the road. And I know everybody's got like a little pent up energy. Like everybody's excited about it. And the unknown is until you do it, you, you know. I like the eternal optimist. I, I, I side with that. But you got to prepare for... For the Neki Jamal, too. So. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I appreciate you, you guys all hopping in and entertaining me uh, with this and coming along for this. Like, um, It's become as much your ride as this guy's ride uh, over the last two months. Like, Everybody's pulled so much weight in uh, their capacity. It's been really cool to be a part of, just sitting in my seat. The, the one thing I do have to say is, is that's been really cool, too, and for you guys having this idea and, and going with it is, um, seeing like clicking on the donation list and seeing yeah. where people are donating from. Like I, some of our players, parents are donating from Vancouver. I got friends that don't even tell me that they're donating and then you're clicking through and it's like, they've donated, they're nowhere near Alberta. And that's just like cool to see again, the good side of it, of that coming out. So that, that's pretty neat. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Cause I had a dentist from Toronto donate and it's, it's just cool that like, no matter where you are, kids are kids and mm -hmm. every kid deserves to get food and uh it uh you know it, it really hits it, it hits home when you see your friends care enough about your community and uh i can't say I, I can talk about that all day and just the whole community coming together behind this like i don't think any of us thought it was going to blow up this bad and it's it's how many how amazing. many how many times i talk you off the ledge at about when we we're at about 75 grand or maybe 52 yeah. <laughs> grand and me and necky had a lot of conversations in fairness the flip side necky talked me off the ledge more times than i can count so it's 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 been a very interesting two months as we go along this thing i mean by the time this comes out we'll be at 200k like yeah think about that yeah. like i don't even think my brain's processed it yet and that's all of us in here uh pulling that off that ain't one person that ain't a group of three or a group of five that's been everybody no. and uh we've got a pretty cool group here and uh you know I, i'm I'm curious to see how we how we do and how the bus is and what it smells like by the time we're back <laughs> how many times rudy gets played <laughs> <laughs> cool runnings too yeah, yeah. Bring, all the bring, motivational, them all. bring them all. all the motivational movies awesome well thanks guys for for stopping in thank you thanks, thanks for having us. hey folks Thanks for joining us today. If you just stumbled on the show, please click subscribe. Then scroll to the bottom and rate and leave a review. I promise it helps. Remember, every Monday and Wednesday, we will have a new guest sitting down to share their story. The Sean Newman Podcast is available for free on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and wherever else you get your podcast fix. Until next time. Hey, Keeners. I uh, hope you enjoyed uh, the part one of Bike for Breakfast. We're going to have part two on Friday. Uh, June 4th and then part three on Saturday June 5th and uh, I, I we do an interview with Quick Dick McDick on the Saturday it'll come out Monday uh, as episode 180 so uh, there's going to be lots coming at you here over the next few days as we as we embark on our trip Friday 
I hope you'll follow along. I put in the show notes how you can donate to the GoFundMe page if you're so inclined. If you don't want to, no big deal. Um, as we're talking, um, you know, it's it's been a whirlwind. This has been this has been a really cool ride, and uh, I appreciate everybody who's already donated or lent a you know a hand in certain different ways because there's been a ton of people that have really got behind this. I got to give a shout out to listener Mr. Lewis Stang and the Kinsmen for dealing with all the money and the paperwork and all the the jazz that you know. I just I I leave in his good hands, and he's gonna lead us out. He's gonna he's gonna drive. Uh, the pilot truck, I should say, follow us out on, on Friday and then on Sunday as well as we come back in. So a shout-out to Lewis Stang for being a part of the group uh, early on and and, uh, and encouraging what we're doing. Um, to the rest of you, uh, I hope you have a great week. Like I say, there will be an episode Friday, an episode Saturday, and then, of course, uh, Monday. And they're all short, kind of quick hitters compared to what I normally do. So I hope you enjoy uh, getting to know the crew that is that is going to Tufnell, Saskatchewan and back. And uh, I look forward to uh, catching up with you guys Friday, Saturday, Monday. For the rest of you, have a great week. And if you're the champ, I heard that uh, maybe you got to wait a little longer to swing those golf clubs. So maybe just rest the rest, big shooter. All right, we'll talk to you guys later.